the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian, the boots of the warrior, and the uniforms blood-stained by war will all be burned. They'll all be fuel for the fire, for a child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The government and his peace, they will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen.
Merry Christmas, why don't you stand with us and sing some familiar worship songs. And you guys in the spillover rooms, you stand up and sing with us too. I know we're a little crowded. Come on.
Sing this with us, sing, yea, Lord, we greet Sing it out. to give us life so that we could experience life through knowing him. 
And as we all take a seat, I want everybody to do this with me. Take a big breath. Take a deep breath. Just for a minute, let's put aside the busyness of Christmas. Let's put away the expectations of Christmas. And let's spend a few quiet moments with God and ask him what he wants us to know in this moment about Christmas, what he wants us to know about Jesus. And as we sit for just a moment, please listen. Listen to the things that God puts in your mind about that. Father, what do you want me to know? What do you want us to know about Christmas, about Jesus? What do you want us to know? thank you that you are here with us. And we thank all of you for taking a moment to reflect on that with us. We so appreciate, we are so grateful that you are here with us tonight to celebrate the birth of our King and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the light of the world. He gives life and light to all who will welcome him. The light of Jesus shines brightly, doesn't it, when we're all together like this? But Scripture also tells us that that same light can shine in us individually in our heart. So we want to give you a Christmas card that will help you bring that light of Christ into your homes for Christmas. So since we're not going to be here tomorrow, we're not having services here tomorrow, you can use this Christmas Day at Home devotional with your family and your friends to help you experience the life and the light given to us by Jesus. So these Christmas devotional cards, uh, they're on the chairs of those of you who are sitting down here on the floor. And for those of you in the risers, our greeters will hand them out to you on your way out. If any of you miss those, we also have them available in the hallways. They're also available at our information desk and at Ministry Spotlight. Oh, we also sent them out in an email, and they're available on the website, and you can get them off the Brookwood smartphone app. Do you get the sense that we want you to have one? We do, and we want you to take time with your friends and your family tomorrow on Christmas to reflect on this short devotional. So as we prepare tonight to give our offering, let's pray and thank God for sharing his love to us through his son. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that you are not a God who wants to keep us at a distance. That you are a God who eternally wants to draw us closer and closer to you. And we know, Lord, as we come together to celebrate Christmas tonight, that there are people in this room who are struggling They're struggling because of issues in their families or lost loved ones or families that they never had or some external force that's working against them. And and they think because of that that they can't embrace Christmas this year. But Lord, we thank you that that's the very point of Christmas. That you saw our heartache, you saw our pain, you saw our suffering from the beginning of eternity And you stepped into our world in flesh to rescue us. That you would look at this dark world and bring us a light. That you would look at this broken world and bring us restoration. That you would look at someone like me who was separated from you and bring transformation. Lord, we pray that you would bless this offering that we're about to give. We give it knowing that everything that we have is yours. But nothing that we give can equal the gift that we celebrate here tonight. In the name of Christ, who is our King and Savior. Amen.
I've heard about this baby boy who's come to earth to bring us joy and I just want to sing this song to you It goes like this The fourth, the fifth The minor fall The major lift With every breath I'm singing Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A couple came to Bethlehem expecting child. They searched the inn to find a place for you. Coming soon. There was no room for them to stay. So when a manger filled with hay, God's only son was born. Oh, hallelujah! 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 their flocks by night to see this baby wrapped in light a host of angels led them all to you it was just as the angel said you'll find him in a manger bed Emmanuel and Savior hallelujah hallelujah
Several weeks ago, we considered the first miracle birth. And it was John the Baptist who was born to a pair of parents who were much too old to conceive a child and had been unable to conceive to that point. But John the Baptist's father, a priest named Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit following his birth. And he gave this prophecy. Because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to break on us. To give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. And to guide us to the path of peace. The people of Israel were sitting in in the darkness of despair and distress caused by centuries of domination and oppression by occupying enemy nations. John, the forerunner of the Messiah, had already been born. 
and Jesus the Christ, which is a Greek word that means the same as Messiah in Hebrew. It means anointed one. Jesus was on the way, and he would provide light and freedom and hope. The Gospel of John announced Jesus' arrival with these words from John chapter 1. His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. The light has come that very first Christmas. But here's the important question. Has it come to you personally, individually? And if so, how does this light affect you? How does it influence your life? You see, when the light of Jesus comes, it provides illumination. At John 12, Jesus shouts to the crowd. And he said, if you trust me, you are not only trusting me, but also God who sent me. For when you see me, you are seeing the one who sent me. I have come as a light to shine in this dark world. So that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. Are you in the dark today? When Jesus' life reflects on us, it, his light reflects on us, it exposes first who we are. It shows us ourselves. And part of that is it exposes our sin and our shortcomings. But at the same time, it, it shines the way on the path to receive forgiveness. The way to be redeemed, forgiven. And when we repent, which means turn away from those sins, when we pursue a relationship with Jesus by faith, which means dependence, the only thing you muster is complete reliance. We're forgiven of those sins. And when forgiveness occurs, transformation begins. We receive eternal life, which begins the instant we're born again. You see, we're born separated from God by sin. But we can be reconciled back to Him through personal, intimate, and experiential relationship with Jesus which yields spiritual rebirth. At John 8, Jesus spoke to the people once more, and he said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Now, obviously, the people to whom he spoke had physical life. So what did he mean? He meant abundant life. He meant spiritual life. He meant a life that begins and never ends. That extends into the next life. But how do we receive this light? See, the light comes through the good news, the story of Jesus. And someone has to tell you. The six of us on stage, including Brooks, who appears in three weeks, are going to symbolize spreading the light of the good news. You know, you, we, parents tell their children, and someone had to tell you. And we pass this light to each other. And that's what we're each called to do, to pass the light, to tell the good news, which represents sharing that story of Jesus. You know, I like having these children in here. I know it's chaotic for you parents and those of you sitting close to the kids. 
But you know what? It's right and it's appropriate. Because you see, we tell each other the gospel, but I think the gospel is caught even more than it's taught. We've talked about the the light represents the good news, the spirit of Christ in you. And your children know whether that light's shining or not. And they know whether the gospel is true when they look in the face of their parents. And you know, I urge you, those of you that are not regular, to bring your children so that they hear not only what you tell them, but they're loved in classes by people who are sharing the good news in many different ways. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are God's chosen and special people. God has brought you out of darkness into His marvelous light. Now, you must tell all the wonderful things that He has done. What wonderful things has God done for you? Do you have something to tell? And if so, who are you telling? That's right. If you've been born again by faith, shout it out. Then you have the privilege, but also the very great responsibility to pass it on. To tell someone else. See, just like you're lighting each other's candles. When you share the good news and it's received, that light is lit and it can never be extinguished. Matthew 5, part of the Sermon on the Mount, says you are the light of this world. The world doesn't offer light. You offer light. Because Christ in you, the hope of glory is the light within. And you're a light like a city on a hilltop and it cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then places it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand so it gives light to everyone in the house. Is your light out where all can see it? Do your children first see it? Does your spouse see it? Do your friends see it? Then do people that may not even know you see it? Let it shine. Show your faith. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. So that everyone will praise, not you, but they'll see through your life. And they'll praise your heavenly Father. Ephesians 5.8 says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Yeah.
Savior is born. All right, sing this last verse with us. Blow out the light that you hold in your hand. But that light that you have in your life, that you have in your heart, let it shine. Now leave your candle on the seat if you're on the floor, or you can give it to an usher at the bottom of the stairs. Pick up a copy of the Christmas at Home devotional and take a step and try to do it with your family tomorrow. So please exit by the side doors and have a Merry Christmas.